0: Alright, what's up everybody? So we got another episode of the Rise and Fall podcast with Malcolm Henry and Jake Kepman. Uh So today me and Kep are just going to, we're pretty much going to do a mock draft because the draft is in exactly two days. I know everybody's excited to get some form of football back into their life. agency started, it was a whirlwind there, mm-hmm. and now here's a whirlwind of the draft where Young players are coming in, all the young talent that you see on the college level that's been evaluated by all the mock drafters or all the scouts that you see on NFL Network or ESPN or anywhere else. Like, now's the time where NFL GMs and NFL owners and coaches make their decisions and make it happen for these young players and pretty much makes dreams come true because this is what it is. Like, these kids have been dreaming for this opportunity their whole life. So, mm-hmm. we're just.
1: This, and this could also uh, make or break. For teams and organizations and GMs, you know what I mean? This is where guys are trying to find their future franchise players, you know, guys that can be um, cornerstones for the next decade for their teams, you know, or solid role players that are going to help them hopefully go for a championship. So, and with how this is, you thought free agency was a whirlwind? You wait for this draft. This is going to be absolutely insane because of all the coronavirus situation that's going on. This is going to be one of the craziest drafts. No one knows where guys are going to go. Because they've already, like, I've seen Jeremiah say it, talking with league sources. It's almost like all the mock drafts. No one even knows what's really happening because no one has medicals. No one has real times for half their prospects. So it's going to be one of the craziest
0: ones. I think it's going to pretty much be whatever you put on film mm-hmm. is what they're going to judge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have good film, it might hurt your draft stock. And if you had solid film, it's gonna help your Japs out because these virtual pro days and stuff, they weren't it.
1: Yeah, no, I don't care. Like like, like especially like with Dan Slayer, it's like, oh yeah, he ran a what, four six at the comic. But bro, bro his film is crazy. I love his film. Yeah, you was know crazy. he's the one that he was the corner other than like CJ Henderson yeah. that probably played Jamar Chase the best. Yeah, you know, long D- long D
0: B physical, all that. But
1: bro. he's not a four three guy. Like get no. that Get that out of there. Get the virtual produce. I think he's a four, 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 five Yeah, guys. you know, I like him. He's in my top 50. Yeah. But we're going to see this draft just how good of film evaluators GMs are or how good they are at actually listening to their scouts. Uh, that can be a little scary for some teams with total control GMs and, or coaches, you know. We're going to see how Gettleman goes. This or the Texans. Or the Texans with Bill O'Brien. We're going to see how this But Gettleman's
0: goes. not really a bad draft. He's not He's interested. one of those old school guys mm-hmm. that you know. If what he sees on film and what yeah. he sees in person is what he's going to go with. Because he's an old school guy. He likes big guys. He likes strong. So. It's funny because he's only like
1: 5'5". Like five, five, really.
0: Yeah, but he's just a freaking...
1: He's he's such an old school football guy. doesn't always get the best position of value. But hey, they might be a running back, but they're going to be a good running back. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really excited to see with this draft, and we're going to try our best to um, give a little mix of what we think is going to happen with some of the picks, what we want, we want to, to happen, happen, you know, because there's some, there's some ones that are not going to happen, you know, I mean, we don't know what the Seahawks are going to do. Right. Every single year, we have no idea what they're going to do. Or the Chiefs. Or the Chiefs. You know, teams like that, um, the Giants as well, but there's some teams that you have no idea what, so we're going to try doing. Yeah, the Saints. We're going to try doing our best to have that mix of what's best for the team, what we think could really help them. And in some situations, it's been pretty obvious who the team's been looking at. You know, we, we've all heard the rumors, especially with our teams, because even though I'm going to be uh, uh, evens, he's going to be mousing me odds, I'm going to do my Eagles pick yeah, at 21. And I'm going to do my Cowboys. Right. So we know we've been hearing the rumors for weeks now, months now, of who we're all targeted and looking at. So, we're going to have that nice little balance mix as we try to figure out who's going where in this draft.
0: Yeah, so, you know. And also, on top of that, like, it just... is going to be interesting to see if, you know... Like, like you said, like, the trust between, like, all three phases mm-hmm. of everywhere. Yeah. And then also, even on top of that, like, just how well this is going to go virtually. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I can't imagine some of these.
1: I don't know, because it's like, I feel like some of them, with how much money they have in these organizations, they're going to be able to figure it out. But something I'm more interested in, it's not as much the teams calling in their picks and stuff like that. Obviously, you're just telling yeah. the commissioner what it is. You know, It's more the picking. experience for the players. I too. think... Uh, it's that, but also you don't have war rooms now. Yeah. You don't have people together, so it's not like you're going to see it in this mock draft where we're going to be deliberating in our heads, alright, you just took a guy I really wanted for this team, now i got to think of who else I want. You're going to see that in the draft now because say if you're like the Eagles and the wide receiver you wanted is off the board, now you're having to scramble and figure out where you're going, and instead of all your members of your organization together—they're now having to do that virtually. And if connections start failing, you're to you gonna be very interesting to see, yeah. especially with trade talks too, because um, they already said about um, having like a pause button. So this draft might go longer. So it's gonna be a really
0: interesting and thing to see. Like, will there be like a Zoom war room mm-hmm. or something? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's gonna yeah. be crazy. Bro. I wonder
1: if you're gonna see it like different for every team. So. Yeah. And I hope what they do with the player um, selections, I hope they just have cameras in people's houses and stuff. You know, yeah, like
0: maybe, they usually do when like, yeah. kids don't come.
1: Which is better. Yeah. Which is better, in my opinion. It's always cool seeing, oh, how long is Roger Goodell going to uh,
0: get booed? And get
1: booed um, shake hands and hug the prospects. How yeah. long is he going to do that? But it, it, it's much cooler seeing the prospects getting to see this with their
0: family. Yeah, definitely.
1: That's the best thing. So, first overall
0: pick, we're going to hand it over to you. Yeah, it so, shouldn't take long. Yeah. If I'm putting my hat on and I'm the Bengals, you're going to hear this sound right here. I mean, like, maybe a minute or less. Give it a little suspicion, you know, like, let people build up and talk about it. But right. like, at the end of the day, number one pick, if I'm the, if I'm the Bengals, I'm going Joe Burrow mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. He had the best film. He had one of the best college seasons we talked about before. Like, it's just great what he did. And, like, at the end of the day, he's the most complete quarterback in this draft. Um, he's the best prospect in this draft on the offensive side of the ball, I believe. Like, just what he did in this one season and what he put on film in this one season. And even towards the latter end of his junior year at LSU, when they were in bowl ballgame and stuff. Um, but here's the thing here. Now, as a GM and, and the coach at Cincinnati they've now put a four-, year, four to five-year clock on their head coach range because mm-hmm. once you draft a quarterback in the first round and you're a new coach, a new GM, you've now have started that four- to five-year clock of if this quarterback doesn't pan out, you're going to be looking for a new job soon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with that first pick, obviously, it's going to be the Bang. It's going to be Joe Burrow, but I just want everybody to keep that in mind that now the Bengals have started their clock for four- to five years that yeah. Joe doesn't pan out and they don't start to surround him with an O-line weapons and even a defense that can even, like, stop teams a little bit, mm-hmm. then that's going to be the repercussions. They're going to have to find a new coach or they're going to have to trade away a kid that could end up panning out to be a great quarterback. Right, right, right. They,
1: they're going to have to do everything they can yeah. to try making it work. Yeah. And I honestly think it really I, – I don't sleep on at least their offense this year because they're going to have uh, Jonah Williams coming back. Um, I really liked him last year. Um, I still think you should put him at left tackle first and see if he works there. It's not the longest, but hey, he was technically a solid good. feet and good mm-hmm. technique. Exactly. That, that'll always win mm-hmm. there. That's the biggest thing to look at with the lineman, the feet. You know, they got good weapons. I mean, AJ Green's going to be back. Um, Tyler Boyd's a walking thousand yards. Alvin Tate came on strong mm-hmm. last year. He's and, a big, strong body. And if he can stay healthy. I still think John Ross, if he cleans up the drops, can be a big-time threat for them. Maybe not a, you know, I don't know if he's going to be even their wide receiver three this year because Tate looked pretty good last year, but it's like there were so many plays watching um, John Ross where he would have a big drop, and it's like you could just see if he just fixes that up, he's He's going to be special. He, He showed it last year when he was healthy, but, you know. And, and then they got they Joe Mixon too. And they still got Joe Mixon. So. Well, we think, unless he wants to hold out. Uh, if, if he if he holds out, I'm saying, sorry, I'm taking Clyde in the third. <laughs> I'm yeah, saying, get but out of here
0: then. I don't know, man. But that's just me. Mixon's proven in the league, so I wouldn't just oh, go grab, is. Clyde. Oh, is. grab Clyde. He
1: should Oh, he is. But yeah. you know what I mean. I, I said this for Zeke. I said this for Christian. I'm not going to cheat my views on me running back second contract. So that's a, that's a debate for another day, though. Yeah. Uh, second overall, Washington Redskins. I don't think it's as easy as the first overall pick. Um, Chase Young should be the pick, but Okuda is still a very good corner. So that's what you want
0: to have, and you want them to grab Okuda. or you.
1: I would, if I was them, I think they should consider it. Yes, I think they should consider Okuda. Um, I've heard talks of them looking at Tua. I don't think they should because I personally really like Dwayne Hastings and think you should give him time. But if I'm the Skins, it's where you, you just take the best player available. You take Chase Young. He's going to be a phenomenal pass rusher. Um, I still think at the pro level, he he's going to clean up some of the um, weaker parts of his game, you know, People question his motor. People do this all the time, college prospects that are so dominant, where they they
0: question their effort. They question the bolsters of motor. Yeah, exactly. Dominant. Exactly. And so, then look at him. He's making their impact in plays mm-hmm. every snap.
1: Yeah, so I'm not worried at all about this. I really don't want this to happen because I kind of don't want... To see him two times a year? Yeah, I really don't want to see that, especially with how much Carson Wentz can get injured and fumble. But... It looks like that's the reality of the situation. I think,
0: yeah, I think they're going to go chase Young too. Yeah. I would go chase Young too. It shouldn't be I that look, big of a I, look, I would look at Akuda a mm-hmm. little bit, but yeah. like, yeah, like I told you before we got on here, Rivera and Del Rio are cover two. They're zone-blizzing mm-hmm. guys, yeah. so like, you might as well get a pass rusher that can book you in for 10 years. If they still had
1: um, Gruden as their as their coach, I think they would look at Akuda more. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. If they were running a traditional, because like they try to go, they were trying to go man with mm-hmm. Josh Norman. Yeah, exactly. Norcal, if they were right. still
1: running man and, and stuff like that, if they weren't running a cover two mostly, which I think they're going to run, yeah. I would
0: definitely look. At I think it they Okuda. would go. I think they're going to go. Yeah, I it.
1: think they would go Akuda then, but. And cover two, your, your corners kind of
0: don't. Your, your corners don't have to, much, you know, yeah. Fy Fuller is a great fit there. Mm, FI, yeah, you know? yeah. So.
1: Yeah, just go with Chase Young. Get yourself a. That could be. That D-line is going to be
0: really good. That front seven.
1: Mm-hmm. Because you got you got Montez Sweat, who I still like. He's going to come strong. He, he's going to. He's, he's one of those guys that I think his third year is going to be really good. Yeah. Because he was, he was raw. You know, yeah, he was raw the coming draft. out of Mississippi mm-hmm.
0: State. You know, and then you got that. You got Allen. You got thing. Deron Payne, Payne. You got. You still got Kerrigan. You got Ionitis. Ionitis is underrated. Um Then new linebackers. You got Anderson. You got. You know. You got solid linebackers too. Mm-hmm. And then you got Landon Collins at one safety. Get, um, Did they get Tommy
1: Davis? I think so. Mhm. So they got experience there. Their front seven is going to be really good, and they're definitely going to help out. They have in and the they got a general
0: in the secondary with mm-hmm. Landon Collins. Like, yeah, like, stuff, have, so.
1: that is the big thing because I don't think people realize how important having a good safety
0: yeah. is. Like
1: it, it almost can impact you more than having a
0: great. Look, the Chiefs—they mm-hmm. didn't have a strong safety when Eric Berry went down and stuff, and they had bad time in the, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then they brought, and then even last year when he was like kind of there, but he wasn't one hundred percent. Eric Berry. And the Honey Badger came in this mm-hmm. year, and look at the mentality of that team. Like, it changed all yeah, the way completely. because Malcolm
1: Jenkins for the Eagles has been the most important player on defense. Yeah. Sorry, Fletcher Cox. I know you're amazing and all, but when you have a great safety, it allows your corners, your linebackers to be Everybody's just more average. Everybody's and playing, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that pass rush, that front seven is going to be really good. Watch out. Watch out for the Redskins in the future. If they can just put it together. Man. If they can stop being ruined by a terrible owner.
0: GM, you I know? said that when before Alex Smith got hurt. The fact that they were leading our division mm-hmm. in the playoff team. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, um, that's just how I feel about them. Get with Chase Young should be... The first two picks shouldn't take that long. But they will. Yeah. But they will. They will, will
0: intense the drama or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like
1: because yeah, they might because they've talked honestly and I don't think they should but they've talked about turning down a bit and maybe they'll drum up a little bit of drama to see what they can get maybe dropped down a little bit but hey I just just take the best player available yeah just take a monster
0: and then here at three is are the Detroit Lions now This one's tougher yeah because I don't know what goes through Matt Patricia's head.
1: No, neither do I.
0: And many people would say that he should go grab a corner to go across from Desmond Trufant, who they just got. And well, one of them
1: would be me, yes. Yeah.
0: And I would say I would say that as well. And I would say go get a CUDA. hmm But at the same time you kinda gotta shore up other pieces of that defense and also parts of that O line that can't protect Safford as Consistently, as you need him to be protected, because believe it or not, the reason that the Lions are so bad is not because of Matt Stafford, it's mm-hmm. because of everybody that's above Matt Stafford. And that's the owner, the GM, and even their current coach, Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. There's,
1: there's and,
0: a ton of things they can go with. Yeah, and they can go with O-Line, they can get worse, they can get, and they can get uh, Thomas, they can get back in you know shore up either one of those. Yeah. One of those, I, I would
1: I would personally like them to see go with uh, Wills. Because yeah. they still have Decker at left tackle, but yeah. ties at right tackle. Exactly, And that's the thing. This is where I don't think they'll go with a tackle because of that, because they just gave them five years.
0: Yeah.
1: But their defense, there's a lot of – because they got some – they added some guys in free agency, older guys, that, you know what I mean? Guys that aren't going to be there for a couple of years now. So I'm interested to see where you're going with this at three. They're also a team – we're not going to do this, but they're a team that very much could trade down.
0: Yeah. So they weren't, that. If they were to trade down, then it, would make, it would make the situation different. Right. But I feel like if they stay at three, mm-hmm. I'm the Lions, I'm grabbing Jeff Okuda and getting another sh- another shutdown corner that's in this class. I right. just lost a shutdown corner and slayed to the Eagles trade. Mm-hmm. And now you can bring in a younger guy, Hefe, lock stuff up. Mm-hmm. So I would go with Jeff Okuda if I was the Lions.
1: Yeah, you're... I'm very, very high on Jeff Aguda. He too, oh, to me, he reminds me a lot in how physical he is of like Jalen Ramsey. But I, he's a good tackler. He's not Jalen Ramsey coming out of Florida State because Jalen Ramsey was hitting like strong safety coming out of Florida State. But in terms of just coverage and toughness, he's a guy that's going to get in receivers' heads. I saw do with T. Higgins in the 7
0: It's just because he's so long and he's mm-hmm. so technically sound mm-hmm. that, like, you won't get him out of his game. So that's why he's so struck hard for right. you know, the wideouts to beat. At the same time, they could also get some edge rushers. Yeah, they could. They, and they, they But could. I don't want them to reach for any edge rushers after, you know, Young, then it's the kid from Iowa.
1: If they, it, that would be the thing. If they were to trade back and go into the middle of the round, and then some people would think it would be a reach. I don't because I do like Ep- Epineza, but because he reminds me of Trey Flowers and how he's that really technical power roster.
0: And in the 3-4. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I just think that where they are right now, unless they're traded down, they they should probably just look at the... Okuna. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully they don't overthink it and then go ahead. Yeah, hopefully they don't. Yeah. Um. Number four, New York Giants. Um... This one's interesting because this could be Isaiah Simmons. Because Isaiah Simmons is just... Best
0: of Elbow, that man. Right. Um, Most versatile. Everything. Pitch right.
1: Mm-hmm. I absolutely love him. Me personally, what I would love to see Isaiah Simmons in more, and I don't like 3 as much, but I want to see him an outside linebacker in a 3-4. In a you can clip. move him around more. Yeah, just imagine Kyle Van Noy, but On running Stair a 4-3. Yeah. Um, for the Giants, I'm going to go with this is going to be Jedrick Wills here because I look at their offensive line. Nate Soldier's not the best at left tackle, but he he's serviceable there. I look at Cameron Fleming at right tackle. Mm-hmm. I don't want him. I do not want him protecting. My it's like right Eric tackle. Flowers. Yes, yes. And your number one, your number one priority right now is, and people don't see it as much as this. You know, one priority is making life for Daniel Jones easier. Easy. And people think that they're going to bail on Daniel Jones. No, they took him, what, fourth or fifth overall? Sixth last year. year. Sixth overall last year. So they're, they're convinced he's their guy. No. And yeah. Daniel Jones has a very big fumble problem right now. So I think you get a guy like Wills who... When he's his literal only knock is that
0: he's a right tackle and yeah. not a left tackle. He's, but that's not his fault because yeah. he played with a left handed quarterback. Mm-hmm. So he's
1: protecting his blind not side, was protecting he the blind side. So uh, there's nothing wrong nowadays with having a stellar right tackle. Yeah, I can, There's a reason why, even when Jason Peters went down. The Eagles never move Lane Johnson away from right tackle.
0: Having a right tackle is just as important, mm-hmm. as, important as having mm-hmm. a left tackle now because defenses got smarter and they have either two good pass rushers on each side mm-hmm. of, on each side, or they'll move their best pass rusher and put yeah. it on the right tackle because the right tackle is mm-hmm. notoriously known for not being as strong in pass protection. And that's
1: what they did for years in the 80s and 90s. And that's why these guys absolutely racked up huge stacks yeah. on terrible – right tackles whose idea of a pass set was running backwards and stuff like that. So just get um I I know that Isaiah Simmons is very tempting there, but me personally I just think Jedrick Wills is a perfect fit. Shore up that right side and then you can maybe look at taking a wide receiver a little bit later. But your number one priority is helping Daniel Jones and it'll really help him with his fumbling problem. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Will. Is it for um, you're
0: up next with the Dolphins? All right. Now, this here is a tricky situation mm-hmm. and because they have three first-round picks, right? Yep. And at the end of the day, if I'm Brian Flores and that GM, I'm going in with this game plan. Mm-hmm. I get a quarterback. I get someone to protect my quarterback, Mm -hmm. and then I get a weapon that my quarterback, a young weapon to go with Devontae Parker and those other pieces that, like, Zecchi and Jordan Howard and all those people that they just brought in to go along with the stellar defense that they just got in frequency and the other piece they had. Combine that all together, my three picks would all be offensive in the first round. And I would get all young pieces that could blow up one day. Mm -hmm. So with this first pick, I would say... For the best fit for that team, I would say go to hmm. right? it. Right? Yeah. I would say go to it. And I think that's what Flores and that GM will mm-hmm. do. They'll go to it because he's the next best quarterback in the draft. But I could also yes. I could also see a scenario where they go and grab Justin Herbert mm-hmm. because of how strong he is leadership wise, how he is decision making as well as yeah. him and Tua both have great decision making skills. And something to look into. As I've
1: seen reports about Tua sliding, which I think very much could happen in this draft because no one has medicals, and if you draft a quarterback who's got a major red flag, especially with a hip injury, but you're you could be
0: looking at losing your job. And the thing is, they don't have an O line to protect them right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they should go quarterback, O line, wideout. Yeah. And not only that, at the end of the day, right? Tua, when he's healthy. It's not. It's no debate that he's the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Yeah. And the fact well, is, yeah. his last known medical was that he was on track to mm-hmm. be playing yes. when all, when all season started up in August, training yes. camp, and OTAs. Everything came around. So I would go to if I'm. You August. know, I, I would be very interested to see,
1: and I, this is where I think they could be a very good situation for him to go to, um, him or the Chargers. But what you could do is you could sit them for a year, really. Yeah. And just say, all right, we'll give you even more time. We're not we're not in, a, in any any rush like they're not, right
0: now. Like, they're not tanking. Mm-hmm. Like they said, we're not here to tank. We're trying mm-hmm. to win football games.
1: And honestly, like I said, you can do that. You still have Fitzpatrick there. Yeah, the fact that, that they even won him.
0: five games. Mm-hmm.
1: You could still go with him for another year and shoot next year. Because next year, if you draft Tua and draft your guys this year, next year doesn't even really matter. Next year is a transition, a, a growing year anyway. So if you want to have Fitzpatrick as that guy, and honestly he's not a bad guy to teach to yeah. at all. He's a very smart quarterback, very seasoned quarterback. I, I like Tua going there. At five, and potentially maybe even sit in a year, you know, maybe coming in later in the year if they're not in a playoff contention, which they shouldn't be. But I mean, who knows? I mean, with,
0: with the AFC East, you I mean, never know. Now,
1: who, who knows? I mean, when the second best quarterback, and the I don't know. I don't want to rag on Sam Darnold that bad, but when when the first or second best quarterback's Josh Allen, you have no idea what's gonna happen. But I like to it at five. <laughs> Number six, um This is tough because they very much could go Herbert here. This is the the Chargers could tough. go Herbert here. So but from everything the organization has ha, has projected, they think Tyrod is their guy. They get the job done. They very much think he's their guy. But
0: hey man, I think that the Browns gave up too early on Tyrod. I think they were looking for a reason. I very much do think. I think, actually, I don't think, I know mm-hmm. they were looking for a reason to play Baker. And when he broke his hand, mm-hmm. Baker came in, won that game in miraculous fashion on uh, Same exact Thursday night football. And they went, they ran with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Same exact thing that happened in, um, in Buffalo as well. They were very yeah. much looking to get out of the Tyrod Taylor situation almost to the point where... They, they threw in Nathan Peterman, who I, 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 was, I was actually watching that game back last night. Um, it's a shame because the kid was set up for, for failure so yeah. bad. I, I really, because I didn't hate him coming out of the pit, but Tyrod Taylor has been doubted on his entire career, yeah. and Bruh. someone said it over this uh, past season where his, no, his passing numbers uh, were not too far off from where Lamar's have been. And some team is going to look at him and say, we might be able to use him in a similar way. Because he is a good runner. Don't forget that he is a good runner. So, I look at the um, Chargers. Let me just look at their depth chart real quick. Because they got Belaga this offseason, I believe. At right, right tackle, yeah. Yeah, they got Bulaga. at And they got side. Trey
0: Turner to trade
1: mm-hmm. at left guard. They did. They did. They could put him at left. They could put him at right. And they still got Pouncy. Um,
0: and don't they have Okun still at left tackle? Um, let's see. I don't think they. No, Okun's not still there. Um. So who's their left tackle? I would go tackle here. Then. Right now, right
1: now they got Bulaga at left, which I don't think. They no, nah, they're putting that right. And they got Sam Tavia as their other tackle. Yeah. So I look at them. Sam Tavia. Did he have a good year last year? Um, I just know no one on
0: that. Yeah, I know bolaga is a better. I just know no on I know is a one. better right tackle, so I would go bolaga And in this case, if I'm the Chargers, I'll let you say who you think they should grab based on their situation, and then I'll give you. Yeah,
1: Balaga, so. um, man, it's just tough because I do really want. I I really could say they could go Herbert here because Herbert very much could be their their guy. But I want Herbert coming into a situation where he's starting right away. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: With his experience. Nah, screw it, I'm going Justin Herbert. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it's
0: just So you think it, they're gonna go Justin Herbert or you like, like I
1: more want them to. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think if they were to stick with Tyron, they would go with like a um a Worf Seer. But I, I think I, I think Herbert's the guy here. That's that's i'm gonna go with I'm just, i already put i already put it in my computer right, i'm gonna so go you, Herbert.
0: you put herbert yeah i also think that they could grab a left tackle so bang or thomas Becton, thomas Becton or thomas, Beckton, or thomas
1: mm-hmm. um yeah that's, there's so many things they could do there yeah. and also they're another team that could look to trade down and right. get more value as well that's the thing because you're gonna see
0: um teams wanting to trade up in that situation there
1: but yep. yeah justin herbert
0: all right, and now here at the Panthers, you know this is another tricky situation because they got a new coach and Matt Rule coming in. He just signed mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, which I think is a great signing by him. Yeah. They got Joe Brady coming in to run as the OC, which he's gonna he's gonna spread people out and, and do things with those young wideouts and stuff that I I know's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a running game still with CMC. They just gave him a contract. He's gonna mm-hmm. be a dog. There's no doubt about it. Um, so here, if I'm then. I go defense, yeah, and, and defense you just and yeah. you just lost a linebacker in Kinkley that you can't really replace because he's a generational talent, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more but Sha- in the but Shaq, yeah. but you can slide Shaq Thompson into that middle backer spot because he can still cover and play the run well mm-hmm. enough. And then here I would grab Isaiah Simmons mm-hmm. and put him at outside backer. Have him replace. Um, it's looking like.
1: Marquise Haynes is their uh, is their right Maybe. outside linebacker yeah. right now. Yeah, I
0: because I, they have Thompson, they have Tahir Whitehead. That's good. That's two That's fast good. linebackers. Mm-hmm. And then now you add Simmons, and mm-hmm. your defense is fast and can fly flow to the ball. And you still have solid DBs. That and that I'm not sure. I don't think they're gonna change their system from what the cover two they ran. Mm-hmm. So you know, in that case, Dante Jackson is still out there doing what he does. I think he's actually doing very well mm-hmm. coming out of that draft with the knocks that people put on him. And now, I just think that they go Isaiah Simmons, lock in another defensive player, and he'll be good to go.
1: And they could use him all over. As you see, they have two good linebackers there. You could see him playing some strong safety. That's what I'm saying. You could see him playing nickel corner sometimes as that. Almost... That, how you see that, how Bobby that, Wagner? Does yeah, it. that
0: big that big safety on the tight end mm-hmm. because you know there's gonna be teams that keep yeah. the tight ends out there on third down like the Chiefs mm-hmm. or you know the ones that have receiving tight end at the but same like, time. So,
1: but like how you see how the um how the Seahawks use Bobby Wagner as the, a lot of times their their nickel corner sometimes or as their like sub package linebacker, you know as as their dime back and they use him all the time in man coverage and I can see them doing that with Simmons a lot to so where they're saying, Alright, we don't need to run nickel. We don't need to bring in another corner. We or another DB. We have Isaiah Simmons. Right. So it gives them a lot of versatility. I really like Isaiah Simmons.
0: Like like is an understatement. Yeah. Love, mm-hmm. love the kid. Um now to the Cardinals.
1: Cardinals, they need offensive line. Bad. Badly. Now there is. I know they just got Hopkins. There is the the thought of them getting Lamb, cause the the th- only thing better than one DeAndre Hopkins is two of them. But they they just. I, I like their other weapons. Yeah. I like I like the other weapons. Until
0: Fitz, until Larry Fitzgerald loses both mm-hmm. legs and both hands,
1: mm-hmm. he's
0: gonna play. He's at-
1: still got Fitzgerald. They still Christian
0: Kirk is going to be a perfect oh, slot now. Cares. He's not going to be forced mm-hmm. to play outside. They can throw
1: Andy Isabella in there. Yeah. you know Maybe Hakeem Butler will learn how to catch a football. I think he, he just has some struggles.
0: Going. I think he just had some struggles this yeah. year. It's hard being a rookie, dude. You just can't come mm-hmm. in and just expect all rookies to do honestly, the same thing.
1: Honestly, I, I wonder if they would think about putting Butler at side down. You know, and, how big he is. And
0: then, you still got Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. So, you know they got weapons. So if I was them, I would either go. De- I mean, I'm gonna put my two cents in, and then you mm-hmm. give your pick. Yeah. I would go defense potentially because they needed that defense is awful. So that, that line is terrible. Yeah, that defense is atrocious. Besides Chandler Jones, uh, I like Murphy, I like Buda Baker, and I like Patrick Peterson. But they need linebackers. And I they, do. I do like. Um, they got. They got to solidify their front seven in some way. Yeah, the, the only
1: the only real linebacker I like there is Jordan Hicks, but he's always. Going to be a guy that gets hurt. Um, I look at their line right now. Their tackles are D.J. Humphreys and Marcus Gilbert. I would very much like to to change that going into next year. Yeah, they well, um, they just
0: locked up Humphreys on a three-year extension.
1: They did. So, so I'm not as worried about left tackle. Um, I have other tackles ranked ahead of him, but in my opinion, they just need a lineman. They they need a guy that could play right tackle. Could play guard. To me, that that would be Tristan Works from Iowa, guy who yep. I don't know if he's necessarily going to be able to play tackle at the next level, um, because he has some some technical problems to him. But I have I mean, faith in Iowa line. Yeah, yeah. At the and that's why I want to put him with Arizona because at the very least you know you're getting a very good, very athletic dog of a guard. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where and maybe year two or three with NFL coaching, he can learn some of the technical things and then go out to right tackle. You know, you can get another guard to come in. So that's what I'm going to do at eight. I'm going to give him Tristan works. Even though he is my tackle four, I think that when you're looking at O-line position, like just value as a whole. And team needs. And team needs, yes. It's, you look at a guy like Becton or... Thomas, who have always been left tackles.
0: You can't just slide in you the can't, right. You
1: can't just slide on the right. So you got Worth, who could go into guard. If they don't do that, I can see them looking at, um in the second, uh, Yang from uh, TCU. Maybe put him at guard. But right now, I'm going to go Tristan Worth at
0: eight. All right, cool. All right, now we're going to the nine. It's the Jags. They need a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot. They... Need a lot.
1: Yeah, the
0: uh, team's a mess. Quarterback situation. I guess they're gonna be locked in with uh, Minshew, or they'll bring in a free agent like Cam. I, I think, think. I think they're, they're. tanking. I think they're playing a long game slash tanking at the same time because now there's trade rumors for Fordette. I think. I think they're
1: looking at Lawrence next year or Fields. Yeah, or I think they're tanking. Bowl. Yeah, it's. And, I think they're full on tanking. And
0: that's a problem because they had so much talent. They were brought in on bordeaux. And that dismantled the team uh, eventually. Like, uh, like that. That's my firm belief that he that they're them being bought in on. But Bortles broke that team down. But with that being said, they need defensive linemen and yeah. they need corners. Yeah. And right here, I would have them go with Law from South Carolina. I
1: like this. I like this. Some people are gonna think it's blasphemous because everyone's the entire the the consensus throughout this entire year has been Auburn's Derek Brown is the
0: guy. Oh. I just think that... It's two That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's two D linemen that I would take in his first round mm-hmm. and top 15 for sure and it's Derek Brown and Ken Law. I just think, I just when think when that Kim Law... I think that Ken Law fits their system more right. and better so I mm-hmm. want him to go to the Jags and I think that Brown can go to a different system and do the yeah, same I just, type things.
1: I just think it's... When you look at value, it's like... Also, Ken Law doesn't even really know how to play football yet and he still has shown those flashes of dominance like i've seen him especially the, the alabama game he completely took over the alabama game against that really good line so and then you look at him as more of a three tech guy the, that has more positional value than brown
0: who's probably going to be mm-hmm. playing a zero more. maybe a zero or a one zero tech or one, you know? and yeah and but he's so dark. that's why i said yeah He'll, he's so dominant mm-hmm. that 0 and 1 Tech, so they can move. He, he, mm-hmm. He'll fit a different system better. Yeah. So, in that case, I will go with Kinlaw because in that 3 4.
1: Yeah. He could be an absolute. like it's neat. Both of them to me are top 15 talents. So, yeah. it's almost just like take your pick of which guy you want. Yeah. And I feel like a team like the Jags could be able to afford to wait a little bit more to see what Kinlaw is going to be. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I'd like to see if they. Put him out a little bit more wide with his athleticism, yeah. you know, because they are 3-4 team. See him play. I wonder if he – I don't know if he's ever played a little bit of 5-tech. See if he can do something out there. Yeah, but He'll I would definitely put him at 3-tech. Put him, three tech, put him at 3 and just let him run wild. And yeah. I, I like that pick. Um, 10 with the Browns, they could do a lot of things. I would not be surprised if their trade down uh, candidate. That's the thing. Once you hit 10 – you start looking at teams
0: can start trading down you start looking
1: at guys that can start trading down Um, we're not doing trades but this is where I realistically want Philly to trade up to very much Um, but if they're staying put at 10 I look at their tackles again this is we're going to be talking tackles a lot right now because there's a lot of really good tackles big guys guys.
0: it's going to be a big talk Mm -hmm. on big guys right now they
1: did really good getting Jack Conklin got a really good right tackle and now they need they need a left tackle. I I would not mind Chris Hubbard as a backup, um, you know, experienced backup, but this is where I think they should go. Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Um, they're a team, The Browns are kind of a team that needs to start putting it together so now. So no
0: Becton?
1: No Becton because I think Becton's going to maybe take a year to figure everything out. Um, I just think they should go... Thomas, because he's a plug and play left tackle. He's going to be a guy that just starts for the next decade. And they kind of need to put it all together right now. Because they're, they're a team, if they don't figure it out this year, could absolutely collapse. They If they don't figure it out this
0: year. They got to break it up. It's mm-hmm. going to be trades because I be know. Trades? The, yep. t- the, the wideouts they grab want to win. The mm-hmm. other players they grab want to win. So. They can't if they can't protect mm-hmm. Baker and yeah. Baker take care of the ball at the same time and get the ball to those weapons that and he have, which is a insane amount of weapons that he has. And that's
1: a big part of it because last year they they sucked at, at protecting the quarterback. They sucked at it. Their tackles were terrible. Awful, awful it tackles. Awful tackles. You you got you got Conklin now. That's a good. It's a very good right tackle. Um, you got Petonio at left guard, Shredder at center. You know, you got good pieces there, but they just need that left tap. And I think you put in Andrew Thomas, and he's a guy that's going to be good for you on day one. You know, Makai Beckton has that more more potential, obviously. Dude's massive. He can move well. But he's kind of more of a little bit raw of, of a prospect. So for that team in the Browns who needs to – They need to make the playoffs this year. They have to. If they don't make the playoffs, they're going to absolutely implode. And that entire organization is going to see shake up once again. And they can't have that. So get Andrew Thomas and just try to righten the ship from there.
0: Yeah. And... That's pretty much all it is. I agree with what you said. They got to get it. They got to get a left tackle, and Thomas is a good fit. They man.
1: could go either, though. Thomas, or, either. Yeah.
0: Thomas or Beckton. They very much go either. Thomas or could do something. It could do great yeah. things. Again, here.
1: both top 15 talents. Well, they, uh, yeah. they might even be top 10 on my board, honestly. Yeah. They are both monsters.
0: All right. Now, here we go to the Jets at 11. They need DBs. They need an O-line to protect Sam Darnold, who I still have some faith in as a quarterback. Yeah. And they knock him for that seeing ghost thing, but that's just what it was, dude. I mean, with the that, with that line, I would be tiled. In the Pats, they were doing that to a lot of quarterbacks. And I'm sure if you had many other quarterbacks marked mm-hmm. up, they probably wouldn't say they are seeing ghosts, but they would probably say their disguises are ridiculous. But he's mm-hmm. a young cat. He said it. He said it, so who cares? But at this point, wide out. They need the number one. They got they got Prashar Perrin, who's starting to get coming to his own as an outside receiver, who's a solid number two. They got Jamison Crowder in the slot, who you can't say is – a bad slide. He's a solid slide. He'll give you a, what mm-hmm. a slide is supposed to do. And they still have left bells. Left bell. He's a dog. And I feel like they have to solidify two things. They got to get a true number one at wideout, and they have to also get an O line. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I would go get, and I, from the Jets, I'm going to go get CD. Yeah, CD's coming to New York, and he's going to be our number one. And he's the best wideout in this draft class, hands mm-hmm. down. Strong hands can get off the press. Fin- enough finesse to get open with his route running. Big body guy. My comp to him is D-hop. It's amazing with the ball in his hands, yeah, too. His, For bra- not being... his, his run after a catch and his breaking tackle ability is mm-hmm. very, very good. For not being the
1: the fastest guy as a burner,
0: he doesn't – he's like – Once he gets that ball, he's like a running back. Yeah,
1: he's like a running back where he's just so big, he's too strong, and he's he's agile, too. Yeah. You know, he's just – a complete receiver, and I think you he. It's either gonna be him or back then. That's the pick. So I, I like it. Yeah, yeah I see. You. I like it. Um, the the Raiders. This is where you're gonna see the wide receivers start to go. That you're very much gonna see the wide receivers start to go here because they do not have anything at wide receiver in Las Vegas now. Yeah, nothing, nothing there. Their receivers right now are Tyro Williams. Who's a solid wide receiver? Number
0: two. Two. Perfect number two.
1: Zay Jones. Alright, you got Hunter Renfro in the slot. I like it. I like Hunter Renfro in the slot.
0: You're Titan's a dog. Waller yeah. is a big I tight like guy. I really like him.
1: And is not a bad tight end Yeah. Too. And they got Jason Witten for some reason, not really sure so I... why.
0: they I there's two reasons they brought Witten in, in my eyes. One mm-hmm. Leadership, you know, mm-hmm. people are going to see Jason Witten and be like, "Holy crap, it's Jason Witten!" So people will listen to what he has to say. Right. And then on top of that, he can teach Waller things that Waller, because Waller was just playing tight end raw last year. I'm yeah. firmly believing that, and he had a thousand yards and did what he did. We're waiting in there. Witten can teach him how to sit in zone. Witten can teach him how to do certain things he has mm-hmm. right in his route running to stop people from picking up on things. So that's a good thing. And then they still have Josh Jacobs at a running back. They so. do,
1: but look, it's, uh, outside of Tyro Williams and Ramford, we're not going to count Ramford because he's not an outside. You have Zay Jones as your other outside guy. You have Nelson Aguilar.
0: They're going to put Aguilar slot They're going to gonna
1: him. have him as the backup slot. Honestly, shouldn't see the field at all. Should not. He, he's not good. I'm going to tell
0: you right now, this this is my thing, and I've talked to a lot of Eagles fans. Mm-hmm. West Coast guys like going back west. Yeah. And he's not as far west as Cali as where he played college ball, mm-hmm. but he's close enough, so I think he'll get it back together. Oh, and, he just
1: there's just so many problems with Nelson Aguilar. His hands, his ball tracking ability. Maybe he. I don't know. I wouldn't be giving him. I wouldn't be. There's a reason he's only making like a million this year. There's yeah, he a, put him on a one year prove it deal. Yeah, so I said yeah. I just. But they need
0: a wideout.
1: Enough about Nelson Aguilar. I I could bash him literally all day. I've been yeah. doing it for three years yeah. now. Yeah, let's get them running. Um, get them on running back. Yeah, I'm I mean, gonna. Take them a wide out. I, I see Tyrell Williams. You know, big body guy. Um, I think this is where Henry Ruggs goes, because they can have that speed threat. Um, it's a shame, because Derek Carr is probably never going to look his way, but who knows? Maybe they're taking a quarterback this year. Maybe Mariota's starting. So I think Henry Ruggs is going to be the big flashy pick for them. They can get their speed guy with your safety valve, and, and run for it with your big body guy and Williams. Um, it could be Ruggs, Judy Jefferson. It could be
0: Judy Jefferson, too.
1: It could be any of them. Yep. It could be any of them, but I'm going to give them Henry Ruggs. Big play, receiving threat will really help usher in a new era with... And... I, I can't even make the point because they're all highly productive <laughs> SEC receivers. Yeah. So I think... I'm just going to give him rugs, give him an actual deep threat. Mayock there
0: too. Mayock mm-hmm. always makes a splash pick. Look, right. look, at his, look at his three picks last year. Right. So. Farrell, Mullen, and Jacob. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Gico, so.
1: And just looking at, I mean, I just think that Ruggs is going to be the big splash that they need on that team. And don't forget if Derek Carr playing. They got to respect Derek Carr though.
0: Yeah, they, I don't know. I don't think Carr was ever a really guy. No. So that's why it's so shaky the it no, is. No, it,
1: it's it's yeah. gonna be Mariota. And honestly, if it is Mariota, I would very much like to see him just running slants and housing them for Mariota. Yeah. Or if they take another quarterback, which I think they might.
0: Alright, and then here we go. Uh at thirteen, this is the nine one of the first of Niners two picks because they got it in their trade with Indianapolis. hmm Um and Niners needing more wideouts. Yeah, that's their weakness. They need more wideouts. They lost Sanders. Pettis is injury prone, to say the least. To say the least. Yeah. Debo Samuel sent Debo, so he's gonna be there for a long time. Yeah. And with that being said, right here at 13, I believe this is where Jerry Judy gets off the board. Yeah. And they grab Jerry Judy. Yeah. Um, obvious, great routes. Uh, he has some concentration catch problems, but the kids, the kids, a beast. He's very productive in the SEC. His route running is ridiculous, and I feel like Jimmy G can get him the ball. And Kyle Shanahan with his offensive mind, and those three running backs, and Kittle, and other weapons already on that field, having Jerry Judy to them is just going to make them more dangerous. So, at thirteen, quick to the point, the Niners get Jerry Judy.
1: Yeah, it's been. This is one that I I think has been telegraphed for the last couple weeks now, where they've been very open to liking. jerry judy and i would like them to do that i've also heard talks of them trading for evan ingram too so i would very much like to see them running some 12 with devo and judy my gosh give don't get shanahan evan ingram please don't don't pair him with Kittle. yeah him
0: and Kittle was a problem
1: so that that one's one of the i feel fairly easier picks in this class would to unless they trade down, which is a possibility. There could, there's
0: gonna be some trades in this area mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, we're just going is with no trades gonna right gonna now, now yeah. so we're just going straight
1: up. Um fourteen, the Buccaneers. Um uh, there's a couple ways they can go with this. Um they need they they I've heard talks of them looking at wide receivers. I mean they go look at Jefferson, maybe, but I think they just go with Beckton. Protect Protect, yeah, Tom. protect Brady. It, it's that simple. You, you cannot have Tom Brady running for his life because he can't run far. It's that simple. And their left tackle right now is what? Donovan Smith still, who's been a pretty big bust. I mean, the rest of their line isn't terrible. You know, Ali Marpet's still really good. Oh, yeah. D3 um,
0: product. Low yeah. Mark.
1: Mm-hmm. Alex Kappa, the D2 product's not terrible, Um, but yeah, yeah. Just get yourself a a left tackle, and then you can have him for whoever replaces Brady in a couple of years. So, it's if they don't, unless they unless they pull something out of their hat that surprises everyone at fourteen, I think Becton or whoever the top tackle is should be their pick. They're honestly, to me, a team that could trade up. A, maybe though, I could see them trading up above, like, um, maybe trading with, say, the Jags. Or, like, brighten that range so they can get their top pick attack. Because that's the biggest part. You need to protect Brady. So, right now, I'll go with Makai Beckton.
0: Yeah. And here at 15, we have the Denver Broncos. Oh, they're just <laughs> And they need a wideout. They need one bad. And to go across from so Sutton, Sutton, who's coming on strong. But they also need an offensive tackle to protect Drew Lock because I think that Drew Lock could do some things if he gets the right protection. They could. But I don't see many left tackles right now after those. Three Unless
1: you're willing to reach, reach up for Josh Jones, yeah, and Isaiah Wilson and Ezra Cleveland, which don't count. Don't count him being going a little earlier, yeah, because he kind of reminds me a bit of that that athletic tackle that Dillard was. Yeah. the only problem is he doesn't have the. Four years of phenomenal play that right. Dillard did, but yeah, you're kind of looking at later round tackles right now. Yeah,
0: so like, with that being said, I think the Broncos are going to go with Jeff, Justin Jefferson here mm-hmm. to fill that wide receiver need. Yeah, and that looks like a really L-way pick. Mm-hmm. Take our team need and we'll run and we'll go, we'll play offense and play defense with Vic Vangio's defense, who's solid. They have solid safety, solid linebackers too. You know, so. Jeez. Their they're, they're wide receivers right now are really bad. After Sutton, it's nothing. It's Deshaun it's, Hamilton. Yeah, Tim Patrick. Yeah, Tim Patrick. George Spencer, yeah. Juan Winfrey. So, it's like... They got to get a wideout. out and cool.
1: AAF, AAF, uh, Hall of Famer, Buck Howard. Like, yeah, it's really bad. Just get Jefferson. Yeah, they're going to grab you can, use, you can use them all around. You can use them the slot. Use them at, at, at only outside as your Z guy. Which, honestly, is... This would be literally perfect for Justin Jefferson because everyone talks about, oh, I don't know if he could be ever the number one uh, target or number one threat on this team. Perfect. Put him on Denver. So while he might not be the big play threat that Courtland Sutton is, he could be uh, Drew Locke's go-to guy as that very consistent guy. And you could see him as... That very, 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 very good Z receiver, because you don't need to be the only number one do-it-all guy. That could be perfect for Chelsea and I would love to see him in a situation like that, going to Denver. 16, um, the Falcons, I've actually heard a lot of talks about them trading up. Um, they they need a lot of things. They They need a corner, first and foremost, though, so, um, they also need an interior defensive lineman. Um, we we've seen Derek Brown sliding right now. Um, I don't know though. That's that's a really tough one because Derek Brown shouldn't be here this late. They also need edge rushers. They also need edge rushers. It, so, it's it's very tough, but
0: but they got Dante Fowler in the offseason. season. They did. And they all but they need another. They need a DB. They do have Jakowski Tart.
1: Uh, uh, not Jacquist Guitar. Um, Tacarus McKinley next to him. Uh, I forget where Tart went at safety. Is he no, still
0: with Tart's he still the Niners in? too?
1: He's still with the Niners yeah. too. Uh, I wasn't sure because their safety situation's fine. Um, they don't need safeties right now. They got. I mean, I still like Isaiah Oliver. I like Isaiah Oliver as well. I, I, I think he's. If you get rid of the idiot coach there who has him running a terrible system, I really do. But Jordan Miller is your other corner, I don't know, but their other tackles are Tyler Davidson and DeAndre and It's not very good. Um, I think this is where, um, I think they might, let's see, how long ago did they have oh, a battle? Two
0: or three years ago.
1: Yeah, cause where was he at last year? He was with the Panthers the last Panthers. year. Um, I could see them very much using Derek Brown. I'm going to go with Derek Brown here, because this is a pretty good corner class. I will say that they you can get a good corner in the second round in the second round this year. It's very it's very deep that way. So I think this is where you just you see Derek Brown there, and he can very much open things up for um for greedy Jared. For um, Dante Fowler, for Tack McKinley, you know, I mean, and, in, interior pressure really helps. With that. And
0: he'll keep linemen off of Deion Jones and the linebackers are room and make plays like mm-hmm. they can.
1: Yeah, so I think while Henderson's very, very tempting here as a very good corner here, and I don't think Henderson's going to last as long either. I think some team might trade up for him. Um, I also don't think Derek Brown. Yeah, I don't think you can pass on him here. So I'm going to go. Derek Brown, you know, kind of play him in that similar role that you had Dontari Poe a couple of years ago, because I knew I I remember him, they have him as like he's like kind of the not prototypical zero technique at nose tackle, but like he's kind of like the average one that you think about. You could have a great version of him with Derek Brown. You could have almost that endowment Sue yeah. player there, and that would really. Help, because if you don't have great edge rushers, the best way to help out with that is get great interior pressure. Interior pressure to me is better than out, yeah, exterior pressure. That's just me, though. And most <coughs> quarterbacks will
0: agree. You don't want people rushing right out your face. You'd yeah, you nah. rather than come from outside. Um, and so we're going to come back. That was the first 16 picks. We're going to take a little break, talk about some pop culture or whatever, mm. something not football. Uh... And then we'll come back with picks 17 through 32. But, uh... So, like, what's been some of the stuff, like, you've been doing, like, quarantine and like, outside of school working? Oh. You know, like, the obvious stuff. Like, you find anything new on Netflix? You find any new music you got to, Like, any new... Any new shows, like, on TV you've been watching? Um... For...
1: No, because I've pretty much been working and watching South Park. Um... See, I know there hasn't really been any albums that have come out recently, recently, recently if I at least not that I've heard. Uh, I played McCartney was supposed to drop last night. Yeah. It did. The baby dropped last week. Oh yeah, I'm not even gonna talk about that one. That was that was a total waste of my time there. Um oh the one the R and B album was really good. Division. Division, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, the baby's album. That was really out. good, and you. Yeah. And you know, I'm not even the biggest R&B soul type yeah. of type of guy. I. Yeah, I like
0: that R&B. Mm-hmm. That had me wanting to you.
1: find some <laughs> random girl chopping at the door. <laughs> <story, you know? laughs> they did. They did their thing yeah, with that yeah, one. I'll give it. I'll give it to yeah. them. I wasn't. I only reason I listened to that was because the baby's album was such a.
0: The baby has some songs on there I liked. Yeah, it's just.
1: I, he, please get him a new producer. Yeah. Please get him a new producer. Get him Metro Booming. Get him someone else. Cause but this that, this dude that he's with is he's bad. He's, no, that, uh, he's that the did, Nelson Aguilar producers. But he's that, dropping it. It's that did,
0: that division album was really good. Yeah, that was tough. For me, new shows I got into uh, the Outer Banks on Netflix. Hmm. Fire um, and. There's a TV show on FXX at night that comes on Wednesdays. Day. Mm. It's with the rapper Lil Dicky. It's mm. hilarious. Nice. It's, it's executive produced by Kevin Hart, but it's written by uh, Lil Dicky, and it's hilarious. It's mm. a great show. 30 minutes, you'll laugh at least. 20 out of the 30 minutes that you're watching it, it's just hilarious. So um, that's some good shows there.
1: For all my wrestling fans out there, every Tuesday on Vice is the... Uh, Documentary series Dark Side of the Ring. It goes through all the untold, the stuff that WWE and stuff doesn't want you to know. So um, they're on tonight, I believe, episode four. But this uh, this year, they've talked about the first two episodes were the Chris Benoit um, suicide murder. Um, goes into depth, amazing documentary. The second one. I would recommend anyone who's not even a wrestling fan to watch it. It's on this one dude, New Jack, basically one of the craziest guys ever. Um, He talks once about where he tried to kill a dude in the ring. He's tried to kill about three people in the ring before. um, Almost did once. They were up on a scaffold about 20 feet in the air, and the dude had cracked his skull open on a a botch like months before. And so (laughs) this man tased him. And launched him off the scaffold. But he's like, I tried throwing him out of the ring. I tried killing him. So, yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, check out that one. I forgot the um, new music. If you're a rock fan, The Strokes. Really good album that they just put out a couple weeks ago. I would recommend that. It's not even like a hard rock or anything like that. If you do know, you know anything about The Strokes, you know they're tough. I love The Strokes,
0: but... Um, that Jordan documentary is actually fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was uh, a really good one. That old boy was wilding on Scotty, giving Scotty 18 mil for seven years. Yeah, and,
1: they, uh, I was looking at the numbers that the documentary did, they're like six
0: million views. Six years. million, they ran numbers up. They did. It he's still not the GOAT, but. No, he's still not the GOAT, but. That documentary yeah. <laughs> go hard. That <but> documentary <laughs> does go hard. Definitely Thank you to LeBron and Richard Jefferson and all y'all for asking them to early release it. That dog is what we need right now. Yeah,
1: it was it was very good. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna have to be on the look for new stuff next week as soon as this draft is over. Because yeah. that's pretty much been what's what's taking up my time. But it's a, it's been pretty much just working, film, South Park, some wrestling, and uh, which stinks because there's not a lot of wrestling going on and like twenty guys just got fired from WWE, but. You know, it's, uh, it's quarantine, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to this draft. We're going to give you guys pick 17-32. Mm-hmm. We're going to co- kind of do them fast because at this point, these teams know what they need right. to make their teams complete to make a playoff run, mm-hmm. and they're not debating everything through. Mm-hmm. So here at 17, we're coming back with my Dallas Cowboys. And we need DBs, and we need. I want us to get another wide out, but we can get that later in this draft because this wide receiver class is so deep. Yeah. So, with that being – and we also – I think that if we use Blake Jarman the right way, we won't need to go grab a tight end. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I want Dallas, and I think Dallas, should look at DBs as in corners or safety to come in. But I think that we can go get a safety in the second or third round that will still be there. And with I, that, I would think if the board – were to play out like it would in any
1: other regular mock, I think there's a safety you guys should be looking at right now. Two of them,
0: actually. There's two, two safeties I think we should SEC be looking
1: at. Two SEC dogs that you should be looking at.
0: Well, but, there's three safeties I think we should be looking at. Two in the SEC and one in the Big Ten. And I mean,
1: I, I'm not going to lie. I have another safety that's right up there with them from I – don't even know what the hell conference Southern Illinois is in, but oh yeah, but you know, those top three <laughs> right
0: there. Yeah, but with that being said, there's a corner there right I here. want Dallas to grab C.J. Henderson, mm-hmm. and he'll be perfect in that system. And that's if C.J. Henderson will be, was to still be on the board by the time we get to him. So C.J. Henderson is definitely the pick that I have Dallas grabbing.
1: Yeah, In a normal draft, I think they'd be looking safety here. And maybe if a wide receiver is still there, they'll take him. I hope
0: and pray we grab a safety in the later rounds. McKinney, Delpit, or uh, Winfield Jr. There's a lot
1: of good safeties in this class. Because you look at the second round, you got guys like Jeremy Chan from Southern Illinois. Um,
0: there's just some stuff. like I feel like there's certain players that shouldn't be on this board that are going to last in the second round. Like Delpit is a first-round pick in every other draft.
1: He's going to slide, too, because people are going to see his tackling issues. But, but
0: his tackling issues were only bad this year because he was playing hurt.
1: Mm-hmm. He had thing about the year before. Yeah. You look at him and I think we're getting past the thing of guys need to do everything. You know, you look at Delphit, and you see, "Oh, he's an amazing high safety. He's got amazing range. He's got great coverage. You see what he's really good at is stuff that other guys can't do."
0: So, I really, when, I don't think he's When he when he's go. healthy, when he's healthy, if mm-hmm. he comes in mm-hmm. down in that box and hits you, he's gonna make a tackle. He had like the least amount of missed tackles his junior year, and this year he was just hurt. He played hurt. He had his ankle mm-hmm. sprain, so he, you know. I don't think people realize
1: that if he sat out this year, he's probably he's probably a top ten pick. Yeah, like he, we were talking about him as a top five talent coming into yeah. the season because he's just a complete safety. Now I really do like McKinney. I have, them, yeah. I have them literally ranked right next to each other, just like I had my running backs. But this safety class is really good with guys mm-hmm. like them. Duggar from Lenore Reign, uh, Ashton Davis from uh, Cal is my sleeper, Kayvon Wallace and Aloe Gilman later. There's a lot of good safeties in this class. Um, looking at the Dolphins now. Um,
0: they got to protect their quarterback. They got to protect quarterback. So you... Do I reach... Do I reach here? Do you see them reaching or do you see them going wide out here and then waiting later in a in later round to grab another I don't know the if they
1: – so the thing is – This is
0: also a problem that I think – this is the part where I think the Dolphins will trade up to make sure that they get mm-hmm. the linemen that they need to protect their quarterback that they're going to pick it with the at number uh
1: Yeah, because uh, I look at the Dolphins. Their receiving threats aren't as bad as people think because Parker came in and was in last year. Albert Wilson's not a bad slot option. Um, they like Preston Williams.
0: And they can wait. They can they got wait. Wow. Burns.
1: So I think they're better off waiting because at 18, I'm not comfortable with reaching on Mims, on Rager, Hamler, um, Ayuk, Higgins, one of those guys. I'm not comfortable taking them this high. You know, maybe one of them in the 20s, but. 18, nah. Um, I look at the Dolphins and I see as they're outside, as their edge rushers. <sighs> I'm,
0: nothing really... They don't have... No, their weak spots are very far and in between on that defense right
1: Yeah. Now. It, After the free
0: agency they had.
1: But, at the same time, I always say, don't let good players get in the way of you taking great players. And... I don't think there's a... What's their center looking like? It could be Caesar. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to... Their center's good. I'm going to do a... I'm going to let them do a redo here. I'm going to let Miami do a redo here. They're not going to make this mistake again. They're going to take a safety from Bama, and they're going to use them well this time. They're going to take Xavier McKinney. They're going to get... They're gonna get Eric Rowe out of strong safety, you know. Do whatever you want with him. I don't think he's that good, but I think I got yeah. I like McKinney there.
0: McKinney take, to the Dolphins at 18. I'll take
1: McKinney to the Dolphins at 18. Yeah, have have a do over on your Alabama safety. That that's what I that's what I I was debating him or Chase on. That's I was debating those two because I don't think there's an offensive player good enough, unless they want to take Josh Jones there, and I don't think Josh Jones is good enough for 18 yet, unless you desperately need one. I, that, that's just me, though. That's just how the board's falling to me. I got them taking McKinney at 18.
0: Alright. And here is the Raiders' second first-round pick that they got from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they need... they So they, they addressed their wideout problem because you had them take Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And they need... Another DB across from Mullen.
1: Yeah, and even Mullen, I'm not the biggest one either. Nah,
0: Mullen, I think he's going to end up hitting out well.
1: Um, oh, I think he'll be good. But I don't
0: think he's going to be great. Um, so they need a DB. And they also need linebackers, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Let me see. Well, they got they got Littleton. They got Kutowski. Kutowski. Uh, Kutowski. Oh, um, so they're
0: good at middle backer, dude.
1: Yeah, they 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 got. Um, All right, so with that, on Cody last year. Um, how's their safeties looking? Um, they got Jonathan Abram. And, oh, he's a
0: dog. I'm not worried yeah, about it.
1: Yeah, and um, free. Demaris. Well, they got him at free, which I don't agree with. He's a strong. No, they're gonna
0: make him a strong. Who's yeah. their? Who's their other? Um,
1: Demaris Randall. They're good, dude. Lamarcus Joyner. They're um, fine. Jeff Heath. Yeah, they're fine at safety. So they're fine at safety, um, so they're going to go
0: DB. And with that being said, dude, really? I see them going to grab Gladney from TCU.
1: I like this. I like this bit, actually. I have them
0: going to grab Gladney at TCU. Kids, kid, kids, uh, solid DB. Mm-hmm. Good work all around for me. I, I like his tape watching him at TCU, so I think that they're going to grab...
1: He's physical, but fast at the same yeah. time. And... I I think Nevin Lawson's all right, but Nevin Lawson's not making me not take yeah, a corner in gonna the go, first round. They're going to go good. <laughs> you know he's not he's not good enough to where I'm passing on right. him. Um, twenty Jaguars. Um, let me just take a look at Jaguars roster because earlier we had him taking Kenlaw, correct? That um, so their defensive line is short up. We'll say. Even though, because then they're going to have, yeah, they could go
0: another edge roster. Now, at this point, I think they're going to go edge.
1: I think they might go edge, but. And that being said. uh, But, but here's the thing. They also don't have the best safeties either.
0: They need, they also need corners.
1: They also need corners. Um, I don't know if there's a corner. I'm debating between. I'm debating between three LSU guys here. Yeah, I'm literally debating between Chazon, Chazon, Those are The guys that I think they're looking at, and um,
0: screw it, I I because their edge rushers right now are and Yannick's gonna they're gonna trade Yannick. So right then they're gonna grab yeah they be Chase on here yeah
1: yeah I got Chase on here which is oh no I wanted them on my <laughs> I won them on my Eagles but whatever. We're, we're not going to be able to take him. Um, Caleb on chase on, I think, is going to be a potential steal at 20. Dude. um, He doesn't have the production yet, but as they say in Hamilton, just you wait. Like, he's going to be an absolute ball. You watch. Oh, I watch, watch him. Watch Shaq Barrett and then watch Caleb on chase on and tell me you can't see them doing the same thing.
0: Oh, I, I watched chase on yeah. and I watched him live game get after the quarterback.
1: He's just a dude you want – especially because right now what Jacksonville needs is they need a change in culture. They have all these guys that don't want to be there. No one believes in that culture no, right now. No one believes them right now, you know. I, if I'm them, yeah, I'm having a fire sale right now. I'm getting Fournette out of there. He's talking about getting new guys in, not trusting the quarterback, Get him out of there. No, he didn't.
0: No, what he said was not no knock on Minshew. Oh, but I'd rather oh, of have course. a. I'd of rather course, have right. I'd rather have a quarterback that's an MVP and made it to Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. And I think anybody would say that. Yeah. It's, because check the film. That twenty fifteen Cam was a different breed.
1: Yeah, it was. But Yannick, it, it, Yannick's. I don't even know who wants
0: to trade for him right now. I don't either, or, but i take the Yannick and Gakwe.
1: You, you can take
0: him. I, for, I know. If we're a first, I don't want him. Um, I mean, he's producing. I think it's just he wants to get out. And he I does. Think, and and, and that's the thing, though. That Jags GM, he's going to make sure he milks you for everything he deserves. Right. For, uh, so
1: you bring in Chase on, you bring in a high-motor, high-energy player who's going to be a change-of-culture guy. Yeah. I love Caleb on Chase on. Just for that reason, the dude never takes a snap off, ever.
0: Ever. There's a reason he wore 18 at mm-hmm. uh, LSU. Yeah,
1: they believed him that much. Now I'm gonna do this Eagles pick yeah, at 21. Ahead. Um, this sucks. I would trade down here. I would very much trade down here. Like not even, not even a question. If all if those Big Four are gone, I'm trading down. Um, but that being said, I'm staying there. So I'm going to take the next best option, and Patrick Queen from LSU. Um, And middle backer. Yeah, because I don't think people understand. As bad as our wideouts are. Him
0: over Kenneth Murray?
1: Yeah, I don't like Murray. I I don't like Murray at all. Like, the amount of times I've seen Kenneth Murray just run right into his linebackers. I don't, I've had enough of the Eagles taking not smart linebackers who are athletic. That's, that's just me personally, like. And, and there's another linebacker I like a little bit more. A little bit more than Kaz Murray. But I like Patrick Queen as... Because I don't think people understand how bad our linebackers are. We do not have a starting linebacker. Oh, I understand. For the Eagles. Um, we have Nate Gary, who's one of the worst players I've ever seen. He's a he's out there just to be a tackler. He can't tackle. Um, you have Jadav, Jadavis Brown who last year didn't start because they switched to a 4-3 and he couldn't start in a 4-3. Yeah. Um. So, like, all right, that that's that's cool and all. He's not going to change when he comes to Philly. Um, And then what? Our third best linebacker is TJ Edwards, who was a UDFA last year. So you don't have a starting linebacker, and you're in a division that has you going up against Saquon Barkley twice a year, Zeke Elliott twice a year, and if he, can, if he can get healthy, finally, Darius Geist twice a year. Or if they take another guy, uh, or, you know, A.J. Peterson's still solid. So, you look at the Eagles, I understand this isn't, this isn't going to happen. Mind you, this isn't going to happen. We don't take linebackers. We don't believe in linebackers. We might take one in the fifth and continue with Scrubs, that linebacker, because we play nothing yeah. but nickel. Yeah. But this, this is what I want here. I like Patrick Queen. Now that no one's here, you have Queen, and you will see an actual sideline-to-sideline sideline linebacker in Philly for the first time since, I think, what, Jordan Hicks' this rookie year. Yeah. Like, I just get him on the team. It'll help the defense a lot. As I said, Because I'm not... I will gladly trade up in the beginning of the second for one of the receivers if we have to. I'm not taking any of those receivers over Patrick Queen, because I really like Patrick Queen. Mm. Honestly, Patrick Queen uh, doesn't not remind me a lot of the uh, linebackers from last year in, um, in the bull from LSU last year, whose name I'm blanking on now to the box. Didn't wait. Don't like, yes, he does, he does not. He 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 has similarities to him, but I think he's a better processor. So I just don't know if he's as good of a, <laughs>
0: you know, I don't know if he can fly around as much. So just yeah. give me Patrick Queen there. All right. And then here we go at 22. We got the Vikings. This is their pick that they got from the Bills that they used on, uh in the dig straight. Do I pick this one again? I'm gonna grab one again? And I'm going to grab one again. And with that being said, I think this is where – T Higgins gets off the board. Interesting, I like it though. Um, so the top four wideouts are all gone, and you got and now you're you're down to Ayuk, Rieger, Higgins. I, I, I think Ayuk could be. I think Ayuk might have been the pick before,
1: but the core injury might have him sliding right. down a little bit and
0: now. And those are the three right now that you can pick from, and I think that they want a bigger body wideout to mm-hmm. go across from Thielen, who mm-hmm. can run great routes and do everything else. So with that being said, I think that they're gonna go T Higgins because they have another pick at twenty five coming right up where they can grab another knee that need oh, they address, that they need to address that they need to address at D yeah. B. So with that being said, they're gonna I think they're gonna grab T Higgins here and that's their pick. Mm-hmm. And now they have another wideout that can go across from Thielen.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright? Yeah.
0: And that, I it. I mean I I
1: think they might look at a speedier guy more, but um Oh, no, I can not I can't fault them for going for Higgins there. I can't. Because yeah. um, then you can use Thielen more in the slot now. And I think Thielen will... Sh- I think you can utilize Thielen even more in the slot because he's such a technical guy, you know. You can use him more in the slot yeah. instead of outside, you know. Yeah. And the only reason he wasn't there was because... Diggs was better in the right. slot, but that's so.
0: just
1: because Diggs is the lead slot guy. But, yeah, so. yeah I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I I think I would – he's not ranked ahead of some of the receivers above here, but you're, those receivers are all top 50 guys on my board. So it's like, all right, fine, get exactly. the guy you want. Get the guy you want. The Pats are
0: next. So here at 23, the Pats, you know, they're a wild card. They are. And I don't know if they're gonna weigh it out and go with Stidham or if they're gonna take a quarterback here, but they also need wide outs and they also need they also need a tight end. They right? need edge rusher. They also need an edge rusher because he just lost Van Noi. But but I'm gonna have him taking Jordan Love here. Interesting. And I think they're gonna do that because, you know, I think that there's a true confidence in New England that they can win. With any quarterback, mm-hmm. with their system, so I'm gonna have them take Jordan Love here, but I, I don't really see any other edge rushers that could fit their system as well. Oh, um,
1: I got one. Uh, um, Zach Bond from Wisconsin. I know what You're talking I, I about. I think he could be in that Van Noy role. But then but, they could grab him in the second round, though. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. You never know in this draft. But at the same time, the Pats to me have never been a team that just directly replace guys either. So. I don't, I don't, I have no idea what the Pats are going to do in this draft. Yeah. They they could do anything. Honestly, I wouldn't roll out A.J. Epineza to yeah. them either because he's a guy that can play as your defensive end, but also can play as a tackle. Right. So they, there's a ton of things they could do. Um, yeah, I don't hate the pick with Love there. This is about where I'd be comfortable with him with yeah. taking him. With I, any... I don't want to take him early. I would never
0: reach for him. Pat. No.
1: 20. No, yeah, it, but if he's there and you need a quarterback, I take him. Agreed that. Um, the Saints. All right, the Saints. Who are they taking? Need a couple things. They need a couple things.
0: Um. Any other running back? They need another running
1: back. Need another. Damn, I have a perfect running back for them. I don't think they
0: would. They need another running back, and they also need a DB to go across. They need um, a DB. They need a linebacker. They need a DB and a linebacker. Who's as as their linebackers? No, no, no. They're good. They got the Mario Davis.
1: Yeah, they got Davis. Um. Anzalone. Anzalone, Kiko Alonso. The the, the linebacker system.
0: Perfect. System, perfect.
1: Yeah. Um. They don't need a lineman really. Uh. Their safeties are fine. I ugh. Janoris Jenkins. Ugh. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about Janoris Jenkins. so how to Janoris Jenkins? I think they're going to move him to the slot. They're not going to have him outside. Yeah, babe. The problem with that is, ah, uh, I guess Patrick Robinson got a hurt last year. Because Patrick Robinson is their their slot. They need a
0: solid slot, but it's I mean, a they need slot, to, they yeah. need they're gonna. I think they're gonna go DB or they're gonna go. Uh,
1: they could go running back. Or they could go out.
0: They're gonna go deep. No, nah, they're not gonna go wide out. I don't
1: think gonna, I don't think there's a wide out worth reaching right here. For yeah. One, like, especially when you can get like. A,
0: well, I think they can get a solid quarter, corner.
1: I think. They, I think this um,
0: out of the Pac-12. I think we're
1: thinking of the same guy. Because um, I like Fulton. I do like Fulton. Yes, mm-hmm. but. But I do like Jalen Johnson a little bit more. Exactly. I honestly, and I've been saying this, because he's my um he's my cornerback three or four. I feel like if you miss out on
0: I've been I've been flip flopping Johnson and Fulton at three or four mm-hmm. like the past yeah. couple weeks.
1: Yeah, because I feel like if you miss out, and I'm gonna give Jalen Johnson here. All right. Because it just it just makes too much sense. Yep. I, I don't like Kenneth Murray enough for
0: I I have Kenneth Murray going to a different team. I I just. I have Kenneth Murray going to the perfect team for his, for his skill set, too.
1: I think I know who you're talking about, but um, is he an honor or an even? Is it an honor or an even team?
0: Uh, they're an even team, so I'm going to let you pick it, but I'll put my <laughs> is team. It,
1: is, it is it a team with a Madden cover? Athlete, yes. Yeah, yep. I know. I, yeah, I can... So that that's probably gonna be my pick for them too. But Jalen Johnson, to me, he's like the lesser version. He's like if you miss out on Akuda, he's old. very much similar yeah, to Akuda. So I like I really like Jalen Johnson. I just take him. That secondary is gonna be really good. Now they got Jenkins back. They. To me, they're going to do the best they can to try winning a Super Bowl this year. And that Jalen Johnson gives them the best chance to do that. Now you got the Vikings next. All right, and here's the
0: Vikings with their 25th pick. This is their second pick out of the first round. And they're going to go DB to go across from uh, Mike Hughes. And and, uh, Fulton. I have Fulton going to the Vikings, so they took care of their wideout with T. Higgins. And now they take care of their DB, and they go and get Fulton.
1: Yeah, I like it. It's not even, you don't even need to say more about it either. Yeah. Um, something I noticed interesting that we, um, none of us still have Caesar where he's going yet, but I, I still feel like he could, like, if he's not going to Dallas or or Philly, I don't know if he's going first round. No. Nah, because uh, I do feel like a lot of teams are going to see Worfs as a potential. Interior guy. I they see, might see Yang as a potential. I see Caesar guy.
0: going to like a team that needs a guard or a center, and no, yeah, know.
1: Because honestly, I feel like a lot of teams might like uh, Cushion Barry more. Yeah, because I, I, I Cushion Barry is them. solid. I really like Cushion Barry. Um, we got the Dolphins at twenty six. Um, so they got
0: their quarterback.
1: They got the quarterback. They got a safety. Um, yeah, I feel comfortable. With Josh Jones here. Yep. Yeah, I feel comfortable. With Josh Jones here. Good feet. Um, that, that's a big thing for my, my lineman. He's a little raw when it comes to leverage to me, but again, when you got good, he showed out at the senior bowl and that I like guys that show out at the senior bowl. You know what I mean? It, it, that to me says a lot about a guy when he's going up against the elite guys that he, you, when you can tell when a guy's on another level at a competition like that, it's like, yeah, yeah. So I like. I like Josh Jones there at 26. He, he can be a really good tackle. I was debating him or Wilson or Cleveland there, but, um, yeah, I like Jones better. Yeah. So this one, here's the wild card.
0: And now we go to the Seahawks.
1: None of us are going to get this pick right.
0: And, yeah, I... Yeah. They need a, they need an edge rusher yeah. because they didn't re-sign Jadavion. And they need like an interior D-line that's like as versatile and can do a lot of things. And with that being said, I have them taking uh, gross Matos here.
1: Yeah, I can see it.
0: And I will also want them to get an O-lineman to, to protect Russell. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure what O-lineman they would go for. Not sure. Yeah. I could see them growing for Wilson out of Georgia. Maybe. So I have two picks, potential picks here. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I'm going to say that they go O-line and they get Wilson. So, uh, I'd say Wilson, did you yeah, pick? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say they go online line and get Wilson. Yeah, because I'm
1: hearing he's a lot of teams. Uh, um, he, he's a first-rounder for a lot of teams. Um, it, it's, always, it's always weird trying to figure out who the Seahawks are going to get. Yep. Because I feel like every single year, they just suck with their first-round picks. They just never pick a good guy because who did they pick last year uh? Um, Banagu, I, I think it was something like that. Yeah, that Um And all I gotta say is they picked an edge rusher last year in the first, and we're and their number one needs edge edge rusher. So if I were to pick up a wild card for them, it would be uh, Josh Uche from Michigan because they, you know, they have that one uh, outside linebacker edge rusher role that's kind of like almost plays rover two for them. In that in that system, and I've seen Uche do it before. Um, if you watch the game against Penn State, I, he broke up the one KJ Hamler deep ball, him literally almost taking mm-hmm. not step for step because it was a cliffer under under throw as he tends to do. But he, I think Uche could possibly be a guy they look at there, and we all look at each other like what? In the first round, so if I were to try playing that wild right there, I think that he would be a guy I'd throw his had in there. I like Wilson there. Mm-hmm. Um. So now we have the Ravens. Um. I know you want me to make the pick. Uh.
0: For Murray? No. No. It's not the team I was talking about.
1: Oh really? Really? That's who I thought you were talking about. All right. Um. Hmm.
0: I. Personally, think they should go after and address their offensive guard need.
1: I think Caesar might be the guy here. Um, I don't know. I don't know I do like Judon, um,
0: Chris Board. Nah. Um, yeah, this is, this I like is, the kid out of. I like the kid out of Clemson. Which one? Simpson. Mm. Interesting. I don't
1: know. I'm not sure who they go with here. Uh, they don't who wouldn't go bite out two years in a row, would they? No,
0: uh yeah. no. I have I haven't going either I just haven't gone guard here.
1: Yeah, my problem is there's not too many guards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's kinda of the the problem unless you're looking at uh would, but no one else would, um yeah. even though I love. Ben Bretson from Michigan. I will
0: They don't have any edge rushers.
1: They don't have any edge rushers.
0: Wow. Alright. They got Judon, they locked in Judon.
1: They got Judon, but he's still a, like a hybrid linebacker. Um I know they got Calais Campbell, but he ain't gonna play that much longer. They got Jalen Ferguson as their rusher who They got Mike
0: Pierce. they got Mike Pierce locked in.
1: It's not gonna be a sexy pick. But we will give him AJ going We' give him AJ Apineza. I feel like he's, he could be because they run that 3-4 there, and he can play you can move him more inside. He can take over Campbell next year. Um, he could be where Derek Wolf is, you know pick, But honestly, I think AJ Ebenezer is a underrated player, very,
0: very Very good. good
1: hands. Very good hands. And the thing is people, people knocked him after his combine. Cause he didn't—he wasn't athletic at the combine. He's not athletic on film either. Right. But he's still dominating Big Ten, getting t-
0: so like. <laughs> yeah, he got ten post sacks every year at the Big Ten. You dominating. know what I
1: mean? So like, he don't rely, he doesn't rely on on athleticism much. So him having a bad combine doesn't change my my opinion on him at all because it just confirmed to me everything I knew about him. So I really like him. So I'm gonna give him the Baltimore. Because I don't think there's a receiver worth uh, reaching for yet. Um, I don't think there's a guard worth reaching for yet, unless they want to. Um, Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll go Ebenezer, yeah.
0: All right. Um, Now we're here to the Titans. Should have been an easy pick, but they messed up. They need D linemen, and they need DBs. And with that being said... I'm going to have them go get Derrick Brown. Who? Uh, Derrick Brown from Auburn.
1: We already took him. Where'd he go? Uh, he went to uh, the Falcons.
0: Yes, he did put him on the Falcons. So with that being said, I think they're going to address their DB need. Which is a shame because I could have, what you call it, and Epineza would have been perfect for him. Yeah, Epineza
1: would have been the yeah. perfect Jerome Casey uh replaced, which makes no sense why they got rid of
0: him. So they're going to address their DB need. And, and they're, gonna would, go they Trayvon, could, they're gonna go Trayvon they're gonna go Diggs from uh, Alabama.
1: Alright. I like the position.
0: They're, they're gonna Vrabel's gonna take Diggs before he takes Terrell.
1: Yeah. There's other other a couple there's one or two other corners I like better but
0: I know how teams are gonna do now because of what they saw what they saw yeah. in the film. Mm-hmm. So So I personally am not a big Trayvon Diggs guy. But I think he's gonna be a better zone corner than man corner. Yeah. And then I like AJ Terrell. I think he's gonna be a better man corner than zone corner. And mm-hmm. then Dancer, I think he's gonna be able to do both. for. he's gonna be able to do both for a different team mm-hmm. that's yeah. in the same division as the Titans.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. It, it's a tough one because you're starting to, um, you're starting to have a little bit lacking of first round talent as you get to the late first round yeah. this Obviously, you know, uh, it sounds obvious, but last year you had a lot of, um, of steals at the end of the first ring. You yeah. had a lot of top guys. But looking at the Packers here, um, this one, they really have their defensive line. They really don't have anything there. But at the same time, it really doesn't matter because their wide receivers suck. So, I'm going to give them... I'm going to give them Denzel Mims. Yeah. Live Shivers suck.
0: They have... Valdez Gantling's not good. Um, they got Fletcher as the big body uh, free agency. Yeah, he's um, alright. Yeah. Not good.
1: Yeah, Jake Kumaro's not good. Alan Lazard's not good. Do what you can to help Aaron Rodgers. Get yourself a, a... A dude with very... I got a guy with very big potential in Denzel Mims. If he can figure out... Some of his his uh, work against press because that's my biggest concern against him because that that Oklahoma game was bad in the conference championship. But he'll be he, fine. He he's a big size and speed combo guy. Yeah. I I like that they need a wide receiver no matter what.
0: Yeah. So that's that's a good pick for uh, That's a good pick there. And then now we're going to the Niners and we got them get their we got them to fill their wide receiver need. Early yeah. We had them taking Judy with Judy and. After that, they're pretty. They're pretty much a complete team, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like many, like you know, many holes, holes holes for them. So with that being said, they're just gonna have to look on their draft board and see who's their their next best in their team fit. I mean, so I would have them go. Yeah. In some way, I think they're gonna go offensive line here because they're right now because they need a tackle. Yeah.
1: They- uh,
0: potentially, yeah. Potentially, at left with how Stanley is turning thirty six, you know. Be a,
1: there are two tackles that team to look at here. Yeah, and one of them I don't think you should, but
0: yeah, and then there's also how's their interior line look?
1: Interior line, they do need a um, they are probably going to need a, a defensive tackle replacement.
0: The DT? Yeah. Because they run that
1: 4-3. hmm And they just traded, uh, what's his name?
0: Eric Armstead. That's what I'm talking about. They run that.
1: They got Armstead. They just traded the other uh, Buckner. They just traded the Buckner. Buckner. They just the, traded Buckner to, to the Colts. Colts. Um, there's two defensive tackles I could potentially see here. Yeah. Maybe. And
0: they might be reaches, but... They're reaches, definitely. But I'm not sure if they're going to be, like, solid yeah. for their system. But with what they have already, they can just plug and play a defensive lineman right now. Because mm-hmm.
1: so, it doesn't seem like they're very confident in Solomon Thomas one day. It, they haven't really given him a shot at all. Because um, they might put Armstead at edge, like they've done, because their other tackles, D.J. Jones. I don't know, they could go corner here, though, because Rhett's always hurt, and Akio with spoons.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I have them. So yeah, uh, if I would have, I think they're just gonna reach for what they need in their system, which is the DB. Yeah. So I have them going with. Uh, with that being said, I have them going. Dan, uh, A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell? All right. Out of Clemson.
1: I wasn't sure if you were gonna go him or
0: Arnett or Ebenogu. I have Arnett going to the freaking Texans, dude. In
1: all right, last
0: pick. um the, the, the this Chiefs. is Chiefs, the cover what athlete. What we going with? Um, this is the cover athlete I was talking about. Really?
1: Huh. Interesting. Well,
0: there, there's a... There's you say you don't like him as a... You say he's a. He's not the brightest linebacker. If you put him with a bright safety, he might yeah, help him a lot. this could
1: be a really good... This could be the situation for him.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: I don't know I do I do like Logan Wilson a lot but um let's see corner they could look at I don't I don't know I feel like Igben too too raw for them uh because they need someone right now interior offensive line who do they have do they have a center uh
0: if anything I think they'll just try to shore up their their edges a little bit
1: right All they They're Raider uh, that's fine uh, they're fine there um
0: Do they need a center? Nah, they got a awesome raider. Yeah, they're good, man. They're fine there. Um, their needs are DBs and linebackers.
1: They could look at a, they could look at edge rusher, though, because they got Clark, but they also have their other ones, Alex Okafor. So, uh, that corner needs bad. They don't got no corners. They don't got no corners. Oh, my gosh. They don't Anybody? Holy crap! They.
0: This you know, is where Arnett and dancer and all them could sneak yeah, into the first. Yeah,
1: yeah, because this they their starting corners are Rashad Fenton, uh, Rashad Breland, Sh- Charveris Ward. That's that's too bad, right
0: there. Well, that's a DB they won the Super Bowl with. That is the DBs they won the Super Bowl. They did.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! That just shows that just shows you how much good safeties help you. That
0: just shows. you The Thornhill how and freaking Matthew were solid. Yeah, that. Who did they take last year? Thornhill. They took Thornhill that year.
1: They took Speaks the year before. I'm going to give them. see. You know what? We keep looking at guys that we think is going to happen. I'm going to give them someone fun. I'm going to give them someone fun because they lo- they are looking for an offensive weapon right now. I hear the rumors of them looking for rugs. It's not going to happen. But they can get a weapon at running back. And I see DeAndre Swift as a perfect, perfect come. Perfect fit for them in that spread, that mostly passing system that they have there. He can run in between the tackles. He can be a passing threat. I'm gonna give him DeAndre Swift. That, that's that's. It's a shame because I don't think he's the best running back, but he's the best running back for that system. So I'm gonna give him DeAndre Swift. That that's what I like there. I'm bad. Uh. I'm bad. Look at that great Delphi falling out of the first round.
0: Right. It's going to happen, too. It's going to happen. It's
1: going to happen, sadly. And some team is going to get an absolute steal yeah. in the second round. Some team is going to get an absolute steal. Because this second round looks good. You know, you got Delpit. Uh, Taylor Arnett. Dobbin's still there. Arnett. Dantzler. Um, Ruiz. Cushenberry. Uh, Iuke. Ayuk still there. Um, uh, KJ Hamler's still there. There's Rieger's still there. Rieger's still there. Um, Bond's still there for us right now. Um, there's two defensive tack. There's one defensive tackle I really like in a TCU's Ross Blacklock. But this mm-hmm. second round's gonna be really good. Um, but that's the that's our first round right there.
0: Yes, that was our first round. That was another episode of the Rising Fall podcast. We'll come back to another episode next week. And we'll be
1: good to go. Yeah, no, I like I like
0: most of our picks here.
1: Um, it, it's interesting because I have, we have no idea what's gonna happen because some of these GMs and coaches are very, you know, they don't go by consensus ranking. Yeah. they don't. They don't. So throw, they get, out, they own ranking. throw out whatever you thought out the window for what's going to happen, right, right? like, this is going to be whatever happens, so, especially now with it being online, and teams not having as much prep, so, you're going to see some of these guys that are, um, where everyone likes the small school darlings, you're going to see them fall, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's the, that's the first round, that's the episode right there, um, next, next week, we're going to... It's so gonna obviously be after the draft. We're gonna be talking about some of so our. Some of the recap. Some of the recap, yeah.
0: Winners and losers, who mm-hmm. made the best moves.
1: Yeah, some of the fits we really like, stuff like that. So be sure to be paying attention, looking out for the next episode. But yeah, that's the pod right there. All right, bro.